We're going to go first uh, to Mr. Jordan Patch. Uh, Jordan is the owner of the Animal Adventure Park, where April the Giraffe is still in labor. Jordan, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this is Dr. Richard Goldstein and Dr. Kathy Quisenberry here in the studio um, from the Animal Medical Center. Jordan, so first of all, I should ask, before we talk about anything else, how is April? What's happening? Well, how is she doing? Uh, she's doing great, actually. The keepers this morning noted that her appetite has uh, almost doubled, uh, you know, uh, from the prior days, which, you know, we've gotten a few reports from other facilities that we work with that say some of the mothers will feast uh, a day or two prior to actually giving birth. So we're hoping that's what we're witnessing here today. So you think it's going to be soon? Well, it should be soon. By all by all means here, uh, physically and behavior-wise, we are at um, or showing all clinical signs of end of pregnancy. Uh, her mammary development is, uh, to be quite honest with you, can't get any larger. Um, so we're really expecting a calf here any time. But, of course, we've said that before. Yeah, that, that's that's good news, though. That That is good news. So, Jordan, tell us a little bit about your your um, park. Uh, what and, and, and also, how did you find, come up with this idea of having the entire world watch April? Well, Animal Adventure Park is located about 15 minutes out of Binghamton, New York. And we're going into our fifth season. So we're kind of a relatively young park, but we've achieved some pretty great things in only five years. Now, the park is home to over 200 animals representing about 80 different species. And the neat thing about us is that the collection is made up of surrenders and rescues and then other planned acquisitions. And, you know, each of our animals has a name and a story. And I think what lends uh, to some of our success is that it's very different than your typical zoological experience. Instead of walking in and looking at an exhibit and then walking to the next and walking to the next, we encourage you to actually engage the animals. You know, we're a very hands-on facility, and uh, it's very neat because organically those animals get to choose whether or not they wish to interact with you, uh, which really adds the uh, educational value, which can in turn turn into better understanding and appreciation and then hopefully conservation in the long run. Now, as for our giraffe cam, that kind of came to light uh, in the end of January, early February, when we had a number of guests that were checking in with us on April to see if she had had her calf yet. Now, with a 15-month average gestation period, our guests knew that she was expecting around that time, so we thought. So they were checking in daily, and I thought, you know, there has to be a way that we can provide them an, uh, access to her to check on their own without you know, necessarily having to engage the staff because, um, you know, we're about to hit our busy season here. And uh, so the webcam went up. It went up on February 10th or 11th, right in there. And then it actually took a viral nature around uh, the 23rd of February. So that's kind of how uh, we, we've been thrusted into this worldwide global audience. That That's that's really amazing. Uh, you know, you never know. You never know what people are going to love. But, but who doesn't love wild animals and who doesn't love giraffes? You know, they just seem so gentle. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the conservation efforts for the giraffes specifically? Where are we with that? Are, are they on the endangered list? I and mean, what are the problems that giraffes are actually facing in nature? Yeah, well, just recently, giraffes were bumped to the vulnerable uh, threatened uh, level on the conservation list. So, you know, scientists have kind of dubbed their entire decline as the silent extinction because quite often we're familiar with the blight of, or excuse me, the plight of of elephants and rhinos and some larger, more high-profile animals. But in actuality, giraffes, there are four times less giraffes than there are elephants left in Africa. So, you know, yes, giraffes are commonly seen in a lot of animal parks and zoos, but they really have a conservation need and effort. The population in the wild declined, I think it was 30 to 40% in the past three decades. That's an alarming rate of decline for wild numbers. 
uh, and we're, you know, crediting that decline to, you know, human encroachment and uh, poaching. You know, we're gobbling up their, their, their natural territories, and, and until we start not only conserving the species but their natural space, uh, we're going to be in trouble. The giraffes are going to be in trouble. Right, and that's really the point, right? There's, I mean, with all due respect to April, as much as everyone loves April, the point is to raise awareness for, for the plight of giraffes and try to help with, with their conservation. Absolutely. And, you know, like I said, what scientists once dubbed as the silent extinction is no longer silent. In little less than a, uh, a month, month and a half, we have brought the, the message and the need for giraffe conservation to households, dinner tables, classrooms around the world. This is no longer silent. Hey, Jordan, this is Kathy Quesenberry. I was just in South Africa in um, December, so I really, really appreciate that you're bringing light to the plight of the giraffes. They're just gorgeous, gorgeous creatures. I just wondered, uh, where did where did April come from, and, and what are your plans for the baby giraffe once, once he or she, he or she uh, is born? Right. So April the giraffe actually came from another facility here in New York State, uh, and uh, we've been asked not to share specific locations simply because other facilities do not want the bombardment that comes with a famous giraffe. And to be honest with you, sure, I don't blame sure. them. Very, very distracting yep. from the actual mission that we're trying to accomplish. So um, more or less, April, uh, when her calf is born, uh, April will stay with us forever. You know, a lot of people ask us, you know, she's 15 years old. You know, it's kind of getting up there in giraffe years. It doesn't matter. April will stay with us forever. However, her calf cannot. Now, the calf cannot stay with us simply because it would undermine the efforts of what we're trying to do. We're trying to preserve the species in captivity. So what we need to do is maintain um, bloodlines, genetic uh, you know, lines that are healthy and strong. And if we allow a calf to stay on site, then, number one, we risk inbreeding because calf would either breed with mom or dad, or we'd have to use contraceptive methods and, and, and methods and uh, then we have an animal that's been produced and serving no purpose in the whole system for preservation. So ideally, and in a perfect world here, what's going to happen is that this calf will go to another program, likely out of state, that will join a new bloodline and offer the genetics our group has to that group and continue the sustainability of the species. Wonderful. Jordan, thank you very, very much. Thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you for taking such good care of April. And, and good luck. We'll- Obviously, we will be watching. All right, great. We appreciate it. Thank you.